Hello again and welcome back to Fast CPAs and Consultants. As always, here we are with our CPA Fulton, Abraham Sanchez. Hi Fulton, welcome back. Thank you, Monica. How are you doing? We, I am fine. Thank you very much. So for the ones who are new in our channel, this is a video series called Tax Talk, where we are going to talk about the different tax strategies that you must follow according to your situation. And we will answer the questions received through our social networks, which you will find as well in the description of this video. So today we're going to talk about the famous FATCA. On the last video, we talked about the F-bar and evidently we had to mention FATCA. And since we received many questions related to this one, we decided to make our third video about it. And due to the number of received questions, we have divided this video into two parts. So, Fulton, are we ready to get to know better the FATCA? Yes. Okay, so here we go. First question we received, and like the most obvious, but the most important as well. What is FATCA? Okay, FATCA is uh, a law. And you see that FATCA, the name FATCA has two A's. F-A-T-C-A. -A. The first A is for assets. The, the, the last A is for act or law. So FATCA is about foreign assets. As well as F, foreign assets. The T is about tax. So you have assets, you have tax, and the C is about compliance. So it's foreign asset, tax, compli compliance, act. This is about the compliance of the that you have to follow, you have to do for the reporting of foreign assets. Is foreign assets tax compliance act. So this is a law that is created to obligate to US citizens and US residents to comply with the reporting of foreign assets. This is in general. This is not bank accounts only. This is all foreign assets that you have in the for, in a in a country outside of the US. This is real estate, this is stocks, this is insurance, this is gold, this is a security box in a bank, this is titles of a company, this is real estate, all assets that you have in a foreign uh, state, in a foreign uh, country. That's a FATCA. All right. And who is required to report under FATCA? Every single citizen and U.S. resident. There's no excuse. Wow. So everybody should be aware of it. Every single yes. citizen. The only, the only thing is that there is a difference between U.S. citizens living in the U.S. and U.S. citizens not living in the U.S. U.S. citizens in the U.S., they have a threshold, meaning a, a limit, a minimum to report to the, in this case, report to the IRS. FATCA is with the IRS, FBAR is with the U.S. Treasury, so FATCA is with the IRS, and if you live in the U.S., you are a U.S. citizen as U.S. Res or U.S. resident, and you live in the U.S., and you hold $50,000 of any kind of assets outside of the U.S., 
you have to use, you have to report under FATCA. If you are, this is a viewer, if you are a US citizen living in the US, US citizens or resident living in the US, minimum amount to report is $50,000. $50,000 and above, you have to report. If you are an US expat, expat the minimum, the, the amount to report is $200,000. So $200,000, if you report, if you are a US expat, you have to report to the IRS. If you are married and you are reporting married filing jointly with your spouse and you are US resident, you, the, the amount doubles, increases to $100,000 if you live in the US. If you live outside of the US, same thing, the amount increases two times. Now it will be $400,000. So 50, if you live in the US, 200, if you live outside of the US, if you are single, double the amount if you are married filing jointly. Understood. And what is FATCA used for? FATCA is used for the reporting on all assets, either financial assets, real estate assets, and financial assets, for example, stocks and titles that you hold in a company, benefits that you have in a, in a foreign trust, all that, all those assets need to be reported to the IRS. So it is start with bank accounts, over 50,000, 50,000 if you are a US citizen or over $200,000 if you are expat. Same thing, the same limits apply for the rest of assets. Real estate, uh, ownership of a company, a stock, a stock holdings in a company, uh, security boxes in banks, gold that you're holding, um, any kind of uh, insurance policy that you have, the cash, the cash value of the insurance policy. If you have funds in a foreign, in a foreign fund, in a foreign country, if you have investments in, in, um, in a foreign government who is not in the, in the US uh, Wall Street market, in the stock market in the US, and the, here the government is, for example, in the in 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 Cayman Island stock market or in Bermuda stock market, and they are they are they have their holdings there or in uh, in any Asian market, and the government is holding their bonds there, listing their bonds there, not in the U.S. You have to report that those assets as well. Okay, I see that. Um, here we have another question, but I think you yeah you have already answered like. To summarize, who is affected by FATCA? Everybody. Everyone. Every every single U.S. citizen and U.S. resident. There oh. is no no excuse. All right. And well, this is oh, this question is is FATCA only for U.S. citizens? Or yes. Also residents. No, it's it's for U.S. citizens and U.S. residents. Living in the U.S. or not living in the U.S. If you, but if you hold, for example, a visa, H-1 visa, which a working visa or any other kind of visa that is an immigration visa or not immigration visa, 
you are not subject to FATCA, even if you live in the USA. Okay. Uh, even if you're allowed to live and to work, yes. but holding a right. visa yes. holder is, is exempted. Correct. Okay, I see, understood. Um, what is FATCA reporting? FATCA reporting is the use of a, a form that the IRS has created that you need to detail or provide the details of every single asset that you have outside of the U.S. This involves where the asset is located, if it is a holding in a certain bank, what is the amount of the asset, what is the fair market value of the asset, what is the cost of the asset, what is the interest rate of the asset, and how, how long have you been holding the asset. It's a detailed account of every single asset that you have. This is not only bank, remember, this is not only bank holdings. Bank holdings for FBAR is $10,000 start. That is, that is with the U.S. Treasury. The IRS doesn't have anything to do with that. This is, whenever there is an involvement of the IRS with FATCA, this is directly related to the taxation and to the uh, considering and, and registering the reporting of all the assets that U.S. citizens hold outside of the U.S. to make sure that they are paying their taxes dues to the IRS. Okay, that's clear. Thank you. And how do you become FATCA compliant? FATCA compliant is something that foreign banks have implemented. This is not, uh, U.S. citizens do not need to worry about FATCA compliance because FATCA compliance is in a specific form created by foreign banks that are given to citizens in their countries and to attest and or to say that they are not or they are US citizens. It's like when I go to the bank and I and the, the, the manager of the bank, the president, the, the, the person who is helping me with opening the account, the person suspects. Oh, okay, not even suspect. The person is obligated to, to ask me if I am U.S. citizen or U.S. resident, or if I have uh, if I have any any affiliation in the U.S. in terms of immigration. Obviously, under perjury, I have to say yes because I am a U.S. citizen. So I have to say yes. If I am a U.S. resident, I have to say yes. When, when I respond positive, positively to that country, they are obligated to give me a form, a specific form that I have to, that I have to prove and, and give my information, give my social security number and my information in that form. With that form, the bank becomes compliant. And because I am giving my information, I am also becoming compliant with the bank, not with the IRS. The only way the bank becomes compliant with the IRS because the bank has given me the form and I have provided my information to the bank. Therefore, the bank is compliant with the IRS because that information is going to be given to the IRS in their monthly reporting from the bank. That is a bank becoming compliant. How I become compliant as a US citizen or US resident when it, when holding assets in a foreign country uh, over fifty thousand dollars a property 
a bank account, a, a stock market account, anything that is in that foreign country that is over $50,000 and I live in the US, I have to report. Anything over $200,000 and I am in a foreign country, I have to report. This is every single of my assets, every single asset I own. If I am again, this is uh, not only bank accounts over $50,000, if I am a US citizen living in the US or $200,000, if I am living outside of the US, it's not only the bank accounts, it is also the stocks that I have in a foreign country, the ownings of companies or foreign companies in that foreign country. Uh, if I am a beneficiary of a, of a trust, <coughs> excuse me, in the foreign country, I also have to report that if I own gold, if I have a security box and I have uh, belongings there that are valuable, I have to report that to the IRS. That's how I become compliant to, uh, with the IRS uh, for FATCA. There are two sides of the compliant for the bank and for the US citizen. That's clear. Thank you, Folto. Uh, well, we are running out of time, but don't worry, we will answer more questions about FATCA in the second part. Thank you for joining us, and of course, thank you, thanks to our CPA Fulton for sharing his knowledge. And remember everybody to subscribe to our channel so you can be notified when we publish a new video about taxes, and of course, when we publish the second part of FATCA. Thank you, and see you in the next video. Bye-bye. Thank you.